Welcome to Paranormal XL Podcast. Gigi here with a special guest, Joe Shortridge of Paranormal 222 Podcast. Welcome. Who is this? What do you want? <laughs> I'm calling me. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Oh my gosh. Okay, so I'm trying not to fangirl out again like the oh, first time God. when I met you at Paracon. <laughs> Which one was that? Was it Michigan Paracon? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I oh, remember, you don't remember me? No, I remember you had a red shirt on. <laughs> yeah, usually do. Red or black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that was a good time, the Paracon. That was my first time going. Oh, really? And now, then Rona happened, and now I'm like, I need another one. And It's like a huge family reunion. I, I could feel that there, yeah. Mm. It, it was a lot of fun seeing everybody, putting faces with voices for the podcast mm -hmm. stuff and seeing people that I like watched on TV and ready to pass out. It was a good time. <laughs> good thing my crew was there to like hold me up. <laughs> but I want to say something to you. Mm -hmm. Something to you. I am really proud of you. I've have seen or not seen, but I've listened to you <laughs> since your first show. And oh boy. <laughs> you're doing awesome. No, you're doing really good. And on my show, for our very special guest, we have a introduction. Now, normally on my show, you always hear hard, hardcore Detroit rock and roll to start yes. the show and end the show because my best friend and all my friends and I'm kind of in the band. So we play <laughs> Dead in Five and Six yes, Cent. But for my very special guest, I played a song three times. One was for my mother when she did our show. And two others I can't remember. I think it was Tim Shaw and someone else, but I don't know. But I should know this. To get this show <laughs> in the mood, I want to play the special intro just for you. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> this is going to set the mood right now. Oh, kind of loud, kind of loud, kind of loud. Turn it down for you. Ah, play a little hip hop chicken for you. <laughs> That is the funniest thing ever. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I am very, very proud to be on Paranormal XL with Gigi. And we're going to have a blast tonight because she is awesome. And like I said, though, seriously, you were doing great. I know you were kind of nervous to have me on. I don't know why. Uh, but um, because you're like my all-time <laughs> favorite is the podcaster. And you and Jen are the reason that. I got into podcasting and got into paranormal podcasting. There was a few reasons why I got into podcasting, but I was trying to decide on a topic and whatnot. And then once I stumbled across your guys's and blaring it through the house, I'm cleaning <laughs> or doing whatever, having in my headphones at work. And then, yeah. And I was like, you know what? I want to have fun like they do. You guys yeah. are awesome. Yeah. I don't even drink. <laughs> so You, you know. don't even drink H2O. H2O is so good for you. I drink tons of water. This is, that's what's in my cup. Well, today I have Body Armor Fruit Punch. Ooh, is that any good? Yeah, it's awesome. I usually like the mango stuff, but today mm -hmm. I'm drinking Body Armor Fruit Punch that you can get at Kroger's for a dollar. Ooh, for a dollar. <laughs> but yeah, I usually drink a lot of water, <laughs> especially during the shows. Mm -hmm. I know Jen had a wine one time, <laughs> and it was a very interesting show. Oh my God, no. I oh. <laughs> We need to have her on sometime. Yeah. Actually, we all need to get together because I will have a glass of wine with her and I bet we would have so much fun. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. How is she doing? She's doing good. She is working right now. What time is it? Yeah, she's still at work. 
she works. It's an hour drive from her house yep. to where she works. And she drives there and back every day. And she's on her way home right now. So she can't be with us, but we'll get her on. Yes. Excuse me. Yes, we will. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, Joe, what yeah. the heck? How have you been surviving the the pandemic and not being able to investigate and whatnot? We actually got out a couple of times. Oh, whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we got to go to the uh, Merry-Go-Round Museum. Oh, cool. In, uh, what city is it? In Sandusky, Ohio? Somewhere up there. I'm not exactly sure what city it's. I think it's Sandusky. But um, that was awesome. It was kind of creepy, but it was awesome. Oh, I'm sure. Because imagine the whole place is full of the carvings the horse carvings and everything yeah and down in the basement where we got a lot of our activity there was a lot of carvings down there that are like antiques there's pigs there's clown cars with clowns in them then all these are for the merry-go-rounds that they've collected over the years and i was down there and there was a cow and i'm like why is there a cow down here <laughs> and like there's a story behind that cow <laughs> of course and, there is yeah <laughs> But come to find out, this cow was actually in Paris when they were building the Eiffel Tower, and the Merry-Go-Round Museum acquired it, and it's in the basement there. But I don't know if that's be what we got a lot of activity from, but while we were down there, we got a lot of activity from, we heard kids' voices, we heard adult voices. Um, just oh, wow. Stuff. Yeah, really cool place. But I also got out to a museum. It was a Fulton County Historical Society Museum. And that place was pretty wicked, too. We got a lot of activity there, too. But So we got out to a couple of places during the pandemic, but nothing like normal. <laughs> Whatever, dude. We didn't, we didn't get to go to any conventions. It drives me nuts because me and Jen do probably, I'd say, 10 to 15 conventions per season. Oh, wow. So we're at a convention like every weekend during the convention season. Right. And we didn't go to any on this year. And it's it's kind of sad because, like I said, like Michigan Paracon is just like a family reunion. You know, we <laughs> it is. I mean, people ask me, they're like, well, who's at Michigan Paracon? And I'm like, everybody. It, everybody. it literally is everybody. Everybody yeah. but Zach Baggins. But it is everybody. <laughs> I was going to say that. See, we it, think alike. Right. But it literally is everybody. Like within the first half an hour of us being there, because I, I took the crew there with me and uh, we were already planning for the following year, which this would have been passed. Yeah. And and then all my hopes and dreams went down the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Damn COVID. I, it is. COVID. Because Michigan's in like hard lockdown. And that's what I hear. We haven't been able to do anything. Like they just opened the restaurants at 25% capacity. Ooh, yay. <laughs> right? Well, I mean, I'm a, literally a half mile from Michigan line. So, but the restaurants in that, that I go to are in, in Toledo here. Right. So, well, I didn't really notice, but I'm telling you, it's, it stunk. Yes. No conventions at all. And no, no, even no. us, we had a convention. We put on our own convention one year, uh, I should say last year. The Bigfoot one, right? Yeah, the big Toledo Bigfoot and Paranormal Convention. Yes. And that was a happy and a sad day, but just weird. But that was awesome. We had, I think it was one of the best conventions that I've been to because not the most people. We only had about 300 people, but the vendors loved it. The guests loved it. The speakers loved it. It was awesome. I mean, we had a blast. So, but me and Jen were scheduled to go to the Michigan Paracon this year and they didn't have it. And we already had a room. 
And we're like, you know what? Let's just go up there. So we got went up there and we got our rooms. And it was just weird because we were the only people in the casino. And when I say only people, I mean <laughs> only people. We walked through the casino and there was nobody there. Really? So I ended up just hanging out by the front door with the guard while Jen was gambling <laughs> because I don't gamble that much. I mean, I like playing roulette and stuff like that. but One of my favorites, yeah. There was nobody there. So all the yeah. roulette tables were closed. So I just crazy. hung out with the guy at the front door and he was telling me about the haunted stories about the casino. And I'm like, haunted? And well, it is on, you know, Native American land. But he was telling me that there's a hallway up by where the vendors area is. And he's like, go up there. I guarantee you'll see something every time you go in that hallway. And he's like, go up there right now. And I'm like, dude, I'm the only person in the building. There's security cameras everywhere. I'm not just going to walk up and go down one of the service hallways, you know? They'll be like, what's, what's that freak doing? <laughs> is he lost? Yeah. <laughs> So I told him, I said, well, when we come back for the convention, I said, me and you are going down that hallway. He's like, I ain't going down that hallway. It's haunted. I'm like, dude, that's the whole reason we go down the hallways like that. Right. <laughs> that's the fun. Did you guys take any equipment with you? Yeah. 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 We took it all, you know, everything with us, but we didn't do any investigations in the casino. Okay. Did you do some around there though? Yeah, we did it in the rooms. Okay. Up in the uh, we did stay at the casino, but we did it up in the rooms. We didn't get nothing. Uh, went to a couple places. Um, I, there's a ship there that's super haunted, and I didn't make it on that. So we we, we were just kind of messed around the town. Went to the restaurants that we usually usually go to and stuff. Just like the if the convention was being held, but we just went up there ourselves. It was yeah, fun. Why not? Yeah. It was a chance to get away. I didn't even think about doing that because that would be like the perfect time to go up there and find some of the locations and stuff that are up there to do that yeah. a lot of the restaurants are haunted up there yeah i'm like yeah <laughs> and i wish i would have i want to say come out of my paranormal show <laughs> a long time ago um just because like we would go up there growing up every year like that's mm -hmm. you know, i'm from michigan so up north is like up north like yeah. that's where we go yeah. <laughs> like that and to know what I know now about some of the locations and stuff. I'm like, wait, I've been there when I was a kid. I need to go back. Like That's right. some cool shit that goes on. <laughs> but um, did you guys go to what is that cemetery? A Pier Cheney? No. Um, well, I don't know. There's are, I don't know the name of the cemetery up there, but it's, it's not up there. Oh, okay. I'm like, I believe it's like right past Rouse Common. Um, we stopped there at nighttime and daytime on our way up to Paracon. And just because there's a lot of haunted stories that go with the um, Pure Cheney Cemetery, it's like two tracking. I'm taking my car <laughs> two tracking. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, it was crazy. And then when we got up there, somebody overheard us talking about it and was like, you guys went there at dark time and nobody bothered you. We're like, no, because apparently like the city watches out. Oh, okay. And I'm like, no, there was like teenagers partying back there. And then they thought oh. it was the coolest thing ever. Once they found out like what we were doing, we like pulled out <laughs> all of our equipment and did some stuff for the podcast. And they're like, oh my God. So that was my famous moment. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, because there is a cemetery. If you go through downtown and just keep driving, it kind of curves around to the right. And there's a cemetery down there. And I guess there's some real good activity there. Uh, there's a super cool mausoleum that is completely covered in vines. Oh, cool. Really cool. But we're driving through there and we stop and start looking at, you know, the tombstones and that. And all of a sudden this fox comes walking up to us, a little red fox. And I'm like, 
okay, this is weird because they're usually real shy about people. Yeah. And the thing just walked up to us and we were just staring. I'm like, what do you want? I have no food for you. <laughs> what do you want? Yeah. But that was pretty cool. We took our equipment in there and got some EVP stuff, but nothing I can write home about. That's a no. bummer. No. But what's cool about the, I don't know. I have an obsession with cemeteries. Mm-hmm. A lot of people ask me why and why I think that they're haunted. Now, do you think that cemeteries are haunted or can be haunted? I think so. I've had a lot of activity in cemeteries. Um, every time we go out of town, or even me just by myself, every time I go out of town, I always end up at the cemetery, you know, because for one, that's where all the history is. If you want to learn the history, go to the cemeteries. Also, we do get activity at cemeteries. Now, a lot of people say, well, why would a cemetery be haunted? Because the people are already dead. And why would they be dead at the cemetery when they, it's not where they died or stuff? But the thing is, that's you remember the people the best oh my God, and that's why you. i love tombstone <laughs> because that's okay i've said this a million times but i don't know if you've heard it but there's three types of death there's the physical death there's death when your body is put in the ground or cremated or whatever mm-hmm. and then the final death is the last time someone says your name so See, that that gets me at, that gets me right in the feels <laughs> when you say that one <laughs> but at, you know at the cemeteries that's where people say their names that's how they remember them <laughs> Thank you. I say that all the time because people are like, why yeah. would why would they haunt where you know they're buried? That's the last time they seen all their family and friends together. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much energy at one time at a funeral and stuff. I do firmly believe that their spirits there, especially on funeral day. Yeah. On what the hell, guys? You know, the people that didn't know they were passing. You know, and mm-hmm. like. <laughs> Why, why isn't anybody saying hi? You know, it's yeah, it's cemeteries. And then there's so much history. There's a beauty to really, really old cemeteries. Oh, yeah. In my eyes. Now, Quaker cemeteries are one of my favorites to come across because mm-hmm. they're just oh, so old. And I'm like, there's there's a story. There's a story. There's yeah. a story. Like when you point at every headstone, there's the, there's so many stories. <laughs> it's great. I I clean cemetery or clean those tombstones. Mm hmm. And I've done it for years and never told anybody. And then someone caught me doing it in the family. They're like, how did you, how did the stone get cleaned? I'm like, yeah, I did that. You know, <laughs> but Bigfoot. I just, yeah, <laughs> I just do it out of respect for the family. And then, and I, I mainly just do our family because you don't want to clean someone else's tombstone unless you have permission. And right. one of the big things, big, huge, no, no. Well, there's a lot of no, no's about cleaning them. You know, I, I could tell you, I could talk hours for that, but <laughs> A lot of these older ones, you got to be careful because if you touch them, they might fall over. Yes. And I've heard stories of people trying to clean tombstones and they actually fall on them. And then, you know, people are using stuff like acid to clean. I see videos all the time. They're using acids to clean. I'm like, are you crazy? You know, the chemical I use is the same chemicals that they use at Arlington Cemetery. Okay. And it's uh, plant-based and all that jazz. Mm -hmm. But when I'm out there cleaning off tombstones, I'll walk through and I'll read the names out loud and I'll, I'll talk as if they're sitting there. I'll be like, Hey, how you doing? How you doing? You know? Me too. Okay. If we were ever to go to the cemetery together, we'd look like two crazy people. (laughs) Yeah. People would be driving and go, wow, who are they talking to? What are those people doing? At least though, we could be like, well, I'm talking to him and you could be like, I'm talking to her. (laughs) We were in, and I know before the show here, I've mentioned to you that, about cemeteries and I want you to come out to Toledo sometime this yes. summer and go to Woodlawn. We were in me and Jen were in Woodlawn Cemetery and just going around checking things out. And we went over to the 
military area and she had her spirit box on and she's like, is anyone here? Does anybody want to say hello? And over the spirit box in tons of different languages, you're hey, hola, hello, hey, all these different voices. And you know, the spirit box, it's just a radio frequency. Yes. You're not going to hear 20 voices going, hello, 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 ha, hola, <laughs> no. you know, whatever the Chinese term for that or German, <laughs> but we were hearing yeah. all these voices. So there's spirits there. Oh, and the thing is too, I believe now we actually don't know what ghosts are as go as paranormal investigators or ghost hunters. Cause what, like, you don't No, <laughs> no but, uh, we don't actually know what they are. I mean, everybody assumes, and I have my beliefs. I think that they're a to- type of magnetic fields mm-hmm. because our devices that we use to hunt for them are devices for, to pick up magnetics. Right. The yeah. EMF. Yeah. So why couldn't they be everywhere at one time? You know, how do we know? I firmly believe that they can travel because I've had ghosts follow me to different locations. Mm-hmm. Um, we do a investigations here in Toledo at the Toledo Police Museum, and I'm all, every time we're in the basement down there, I always say, if there's anybody in the hospital wants to come talk to me because it's right across the street from a hospital, I always invite the spirits over. Whether people think that's good or bad, I don't know. But that's what we're there for is to talk to spirits. Yes. And I always invite them over. I'm like, if there's an, or even when we're investigating a building, I always say, if there's anybody in the building or in the neighborhood, come talk to us. Exactly. And you're kind about it. Oh, yeah. Now, you got to be. What, how do you feel about people that like, I don't say antagonize? Yeah. Is that the word I'm looking for? Where they're trying to like, stir up some negative energy like like they're putting out negative energy to get a spirit to contact them mm-hmm. now th- what are your thoughts when you see that happen it drives me insane it does because <laughs> my style of investigations is i treat it as if let's let's say i was investigating you i was investigating you um i would talk to you just like i'm talking to you right now yes i assume that you're in the room with me i assume that you're there i don't come in and say are you here? Come talk to me. I just say, hey, if you're in the room, let's talk. Um, if it's a kid, I'll actually get down on the floor and sit on the floor and say, hey, come t- come play with me. Come play with me. Now, do you guys ever take like triggers, like let's say a ball for a kid? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, and uh, I'm working on right now and I'm trying to find somebody to teach me how to solder. I have a little truck that I'm going to make into a REM pod. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah. Because I was going to buy a REM pod and... I'm like, I want to make one. So I ordered the kit to make one. And I'm like, I don't want to just put this in a tube. So I was at Goodwill right. one day and I found a perfect size little truck and it's super light. So I can say, try to move the truck, you know? So trigger objects are definitely a thing that we use. And they're but, fun. I think they're mm-hmm. fun. And like I say, you got to get down to their level. If you're yes. talking to a kid, you got to get on the floor because think about it. If you're a, a little kid in a room mm-hmm. and we still don't know if they can see us or that. And I know Miranda, the ghost biker, she does some experiments. And I think that they can see us because of the way that she does her experiments. Okay. But sometimes maybe they can't. We don't know. So I always get down to their level. If I walk into a room and there's a little kid and he's scared because he doesn't know if he's alive or dead or whatever, we don't know. Right. I'm not going to stand up and look down and say, talk to me. Right. I'm going to get down to their level. And Just like you should um, a, a kid kid yeah. <laughs> that you can see right in front of you. That's how you're going to yeah. get a reaction out of that kid. Mm-hmm. Now, on the other hand, by provoking or stuff like that, That's depends on where you're at. Now, when we investigate in prisons, I'm not going to go into a prison and say, is there anybody here who wants to talk to me? You I know? would. No, I would go in there and say, hey, 
I'm here to investigate. We're not here to judge you. You know, you're a little stern with them because that's what they're used to. Set your grounds. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, you talk to them as if you're talking to them in person. I'm not going to insult anybody. I've never insulted a ghost or a spirit, but I'm not going to go into a prison and go, hi, please come talk to me. You know, I'm just going to say, hey, come talk to me. We're here to talk to you. We want to find out about you. We're here to investigate. Um, lots of times if we have equipment like the REM pod or the K2 meter, which is my baseline, I always use the K2 meter first. If we're, we know that the period of ghosts that we're looking at is from the 1700s, 1800s, something like that. I'll always say, come touch this light. It's just something we invented. It's not magic and it will not burn you. I always emphasize that because they're used to candle power. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much for even bringing that up. I, I believe I've talked about that in an episode or two, but it's amazing even to watch some of these shows that are out there and they didn't really do like their research to know like the setting that those mm-hmm. spirits would be in. Yeah. So like you have to talk. Otherwise, you're talking a native language to these people. They're like, exactly. what? I hear people all the time say, light up that REM pod. <laughs> what and the hell's a REM pod? Like- and that reminds me of this one <laughs> person. I'm not going to mention his name because uh, every person he's held or dealt with, is, he's given trouble to. Um, and I don't like talking bad about anybody, but he kind of did we established communication at a location with some spirits, and it's a really popular place here in town called the uh, Collingwood Art Center. It's a beautiful place, and we've had a lot of activity there. Um, on a side note, if you ever want to go up on my YouTube page, me and Jen are in a room called the Death Room. I'll tell you about that in a minute. But we established communication with the spirit, and we were getting activity like you would believe. And this kid comes in to the room takes his REM pod, slides, literally slides it across the room and starts screaming, light up that REM pod, light up that REM pod. And all of us, just all three of us that were in the room, we just looked at him like, dude, what the hell are you doing? (laughs) So be respectful of the spirits, be respectful of the people that are communicating with the spirits and treat the spirits as if you would want to be treated, you know? Well, yes. When you're acting that way, though, you're putting out that negative energy. Like, I wouldn't want something bad to happen to me or any of my crew members or whoever I was with. Yeah. Because you're going to get back what you're putting out. Exactly. Like, I'm a firm believer in that. And Attachments are real. Yeah. And you could have avoided that. And probably they probably would have gave you like a class A EVP. Like it would have been so awesome and, you know, would have made you famous or whatever. But no, this, you know, instead of that, they're going to make your life a living hell. And I don't blame them. (laughs) Especially when you really don't know what that spirit is acting like, because Mm -hmm. I firmly believe that the spirits act the same way that they did in real life. Almost definitely. I I believe that too. I'd be joking around with people and doing practical jokes with people as a spirit. I would. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I'd still be the same, same person I am now. I, well, I hope so anyway. (laughs) Um, well, God, all of a sudden you got all quiet. I'm listening. Oh, listening. No, I'm supposed to be listening to you. You're on my show. Okay. (laughs) Well, okay. How about this? We should have done a crossover show. Yeah, we will. That's, I want, that's for the I next one. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Joe, have you looked at investigating any cool places in the past? Well, yes. Yes, I have. <laughs> well, that's an average question that everybody I know. always gets asked. I've, so I did pull in some writers. I got. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then he says, since I'm writing you questions, does that make me a ghost writer? Oh, yeah. That was a great dad <laughs> joke. I was like, good job, buddy. 
I don't have any drum sounds on my computer here. <laughs> me neither. I was like, I need to learn how to add those in. <laughs> so this is a good one. Okay. So actually, both of them are good. I was like, I never think, like, I think of the average questions. I was like, no, you can't do that because you don't want to be average. Anyway, do you believe spirits could be entities trapped in between dimensions? Um, No. No? Oh, you want me to talk Why? about it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're, no, not. <laughs> It's tough to say. I like I said, we really and if anybody tells you that they know everything, they're lying. We don't really know. I mean, we can only assume by what we see. And I'm thinking that if they are trapped in between the dimensions, then we wouldn't be able to speak to communicate with them. Either they're okay. on the other side or they're not. And the ones that we think are on this side or in our realm. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say, well, they could be stuck in a house. They could be stuck where they died. We don't know. But like I said, I've had responsive responses from spirits that I feel are in different locations. And I think they can travel. Now, whether they can be stuck, I don't know. You now, know? do you think some of them don't realize that they can travel? I think so. Because I've seen so many times where now I'm not a paranormal investigator. I'm more of a ghost hunter. Okay, because paranormal investigators do the research on it. And I've worked with a lot of paranormal investigators that have helped them cross over. Yes. And we don't we think that they did cross over because we don't hear from them again. Right. So I don't know if they're stuck or not. It's kind of a long winded question to your (laughs) long winded answer to your question. But but what I want to say, it puts in conversation in there. Yeah. Um, What we're all about. That is right. (laughs) The joy of podcasting. Um, <laughs> it's still so weird to be talking to you. <laughs> yeah, because you know you you're I'm yeah ha- ha- I'm gonna have to warn you. You are gonna have some weirdos on your show, starting with me. <laughs> I have had some. I'm just kidding. I have met so many awesome people on this. Like it's my hobby, and I've met so many awesome people. It's been great. I'm not saying there's not bad out there because there is, but I like shield myself from that. Mm-hmm. There's bad in everything. Every oh, yeah. every group has, yeah, yeah, or yeah, when yeah. I say group, I say whether it's the band stuff that we do mm-hmm. or the paranormal stuff that we do or my coaching sessions that I do, mm-hmm. you're going to run into some. Each are like, I refer to them as worlds. Like, okay, like when I'm um, talking to my family, and stuff, I'm like, well, in the paranormal world. And what I mean <laughs> by that is like me, you, you know, all of our investigator friends, you know, it, it's it's a group of people with sharing the same interest and just like with um your band and stuff like that the music industry people that's the music world you know it, it's 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 all different <laughs> yeah it's weird when you start a podcast you're supposed to niche down keep niching down and then think about your avatar your person that's going to listen to your show so we did that and we we were list we were thinking okay what is the type of person we want to talk to <laughs> yeah you I say, I'm a listener <laughs> yeah this is what but your listeners look like this is the freakiest thing okay all right you what you, we were taught is you describe them you what do they do I I said it's a middle aged guy a little bit overweight lives in his mom's basement loves to be in something whether it's a band club or whatever so loves to be in the paranormal loves to do this and they're like okay. Describe him. What color hair? What color? I'm like, oh, okay. So I, I'm thinking in my head, I'm thinking, who's going to listen to me? So I described this guy. Our first convention we ever attended. I didn't know where this is going. <laughs> our first convention we ever attended, 
we set up our table and I looked across the hall or the uh, hallway because we were in a hallway. Okay. Not five feet in front of our table was that guy. Exact <laughs> match. Same color shirts, same color pants, exact match to what I said. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. That is hilarious. And turns out he's one of the coolest dudes you ever want to meet. I've talked to him many times. So there I was judging someone before I met them. Yeah, don't yuck and somebody me. else's yum ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, you wrote, I told you had to me write that down. Oh. Um, so I don't know where I was going with this. But anyhow, I'm like, it turned out that he, I must have created an avatar. I don't know if this kid just appeared out of thin air and now he's a human being. <gasps> Or what? But I think that I created, is so weird. I think I was creating the avatar. Because the next question, yeah, <laughs> says, "Do you think people can think spirits into existence, such as in urban legends coming true, or <laughs> like your avatar?" Uh huh. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, weird! <laughs> My gosh. And um, my mind just went blank of what it's called. What the heck is it called? You know. What's it called? <laughs> You've been talking to me too long because I do that all the time. <laughs> it's called old age. I'm old. <laughs> uh, I'm getting there. But, uh, yeah. What was talpa. It? Talpa. See? Talpa. It's, it's called a talpa. It's a spirit that you manifest in your mind, and you describe that spirit or that talpa in your mind, and it's known that talpas can actually come true. All right, so right now I'm taking notes on what you're telling me because those are awesome show ideas. <laughs> <laughs> talpas, yeah. And it's a weird thing because oh. what a talpa is, is it's supposed to be someone that you manifest in your mind to do chores for you. Oh, I need like eight of those. <laughs> and the thing is, though, it's all in your mind. But I've heard many times that people can create a talpa and they will appear in front of them. The so, mind is such a powerful thing. It is. Like, we have no idea <laughs> what it can do, what it can make. Like, so I'm not going to be here, sitting here and be like, ah, Tapa, that's, that's <laughs> bull crap. But that's, wow. That, that is why we're in the profession that we're in. That is for sure, because we have questions. However, yeah. <laughs> it's not for today, because I'm like, oh my God, I'm with Paranormal 222. <laughs> Actually, I'm with Paranormal 2, half a 2. Half a Paranormal 2-1. Two. 2-1, two one. Two one, baby. <laughs> they can't see I this do. video. We should have well, did, did a live video. We should. <clears throat> I'm still taking notes. I always take notes. We will have to schedule a live. That would be great. Like a, yeah. a dual live or whatever. Yeah. That'd be hilarious. It'd be great. Because then we can get Jen on and then I'll have Mama Mary too. There we go. So it would be great. Paranormal podcast party. Mm, who wouldn't want to see that? That's right. Just saying. That'd be great. <laughs> great. Man, those were good questions. Oh, um, so since I got Bigfoot behind me, uh-huh. what are your thoughts on Bigfoot? Does he exist? Yes. What is, so what is Bigfoot? I've never heard of that. <laughs> um, I I think you're <laughs> full of crap. I think his name's Daryl. <laughs> I heard that too. Yeah. No, I, th I seriously think Bigfoot's a real thing. Um, I've done some investigating for in the woods, but nothing real serious. Watch but it. we, um, me and Harold from Toledo, Ohio Ghost Hunter Society are setting up a adventure, I guess you want to say. And we're going to get a hold of, have a town meeting down where we're going to invite everybody from the town to go or come in and give us their stories. And then we're going to do an investigation as if it is a, 
ghost hunt, but it's a, for Bigfoot. We're gonna we're gonna take gonna, all our equipment out and we're gonna go squatching. Yes, squat out. A VIP like yeah. person. <laughs> hey, everybody's invited. We're gonna have two hundred people <laughs> now, but uh, one hundred and one. Yeah. So I don't know. I I know that. Okay. So here's my thought on Bigfoot. We we don't know if Bigfoot's real, if he's ethereal, whether he comes from a di- different dimension, whether he is able to cloak himself so that he can't be seen. But let's talk about him as a living entity, mm-hmm. like any other animal. Okay. Whether he is, uh, it could be Neand- uh, Neanderthals that are still walking the earth, you know, because I've done a lot of research on giants and Neanderthals. Everybody thinks that they look like humans, but research has found that they look more like apes. So he could be Neanderthal from that's just around. See, that uh, makes a lot of sense, really. Yeah. You know, because people say, well, they're ethereal beings just coming into our plane of existence, which I would understand why they disappear, would understand why people have seen half Bigfoots, whether just the legs or just the, the, the you know, torso people have seen bigfoots disappear in front of their eyes so we don't know what they really are uh they could be aliens for all we know they could be put on the earth from we the all aliens. are aliens yes we all start we are star children <laughs> but the thing about bigfoots is they leave footprints and yes. they leave evidence they, that's the name bigfoot yes uh-huh <laughs> um a lot of people say well it's faked and all that well it could be there are oh, fakes yeah. out there uh there's been some famous fake you know, the, um, is it Zabruder, Doctors, or something like that? One of the films, um, one of the doctors admitted that he made feet that he walked around on to make it look like Bigfoot. But okay. the problem with that is there's a thing in the Bigfoot foot called the metatarsal break. And the way that you look at a, a real casting of a Bigfoot, you'll notice the toes are dug in a lot farther. Okay. And that's because what's called the metatarsal break, the foot actually bends different than humans. It bends more ape-like. Right. And that's why the toes are dug in. And when people go out and try to fake that, the footprints are always flat. And if they're in the right soil, you can actually see dermal ridges, they call them. And that's the ridges. Like when you look at your hand, all the lines, those are called dermal ridges. And you'll see that in good soil when a print is made. And that's really hard to fake because you'd have to actually carve all those in. And they actually change when the foot is walking, it'll actually change because the stretching of the foot and everything. So I think that Bigfoot is real. I'm, I'm just mind blown. I love Bigfoot. I'm a huge fan. Um, people make fun of me for that. But when they do that, when they find Bigfoot stuff out there, mm-hmm. like an air freshener or a pen, yeah, <laughs> they buy it for me. <laughs> I'm like, send me all, all the Bigfoot stuff. Yes, I, I believe he's real too. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I have to. I live in Michigan. We just do. Yeah. We had a garage sale. Me and Jen had a garage sale trying to get rid of all our crap. And when people found out we were having a garage sale, they would come to talk to us about our paranormal stuff because, you know, that's what they do. We had a gentleman come in and he's like, I live in Lambertville, which where I'm at, Lambertville's like four miles away. And he says back in 1974, him and his buddy were out where the fire department is now was a was a woods and he had a bigfoot sighting there so four miles from my house there was a bigfoot sighting in 1974 and he said that him and his buddy were walking and they saw this bigfoot and his buddy froze like a like a uh, statue and he couldn't move now i've heard this a lot when people encounter bigfoot it's not just fear they actually like freeze 
like the Bigfoots have power over these people. And he said that he actually had to go back once he realized his buddy wasn't with him when he was running away. He went back and his buddy was actually frozen stiff and he shook him and it took a little bit and his buddy came around and his buddy was like, what? What's going on? He didn't even know. uh, So like a time slip. Exactly. Almost like time stood still for this guy. Now that goes back to what is Bigfoot? We don't know. Um, I firmly believe that his Bigfoot senses are just like dogs or better. They'll know that you're around before you know that he's around. Almost definitely. Mm-hmm. Because and it's let's let's just call it a wild animal in the woods. They know that's what I was going to say. That's, yeah. that's their instinct. But there's also the UFO aspect of Bigfoot because they've been seen so many times with blue orbs. A lot of people that have Bigfoot sightings also have UFO sightings. Um, a lot of people that have Bigfoot sightings actually have missing time settings, just like you said. And we don't know if they can put out all. Um, uh, what's it called? What's it called? Um, I wanted to say ultrasound, but that's not it. Um, such a low frequency infrasound. Yes. <laughs> we don't. We think that Bigfoots can put out infrasound that can affect our minds just because. We would never yeah. know. Yeah, we don't know. And researchers have found during Bigfoot encounters, like I said, they've seen UFOs. They've seen blue orbs. There's a story, funny story about this lady is driving down the street. And all of a sudden, this Bigfoot comes running in front of her car, stops, looks at her and goes, is looking at her like, run, human, run. I don't do a good Bigfoot voice. But, <laughs> oh, oh, run, run, human. And the Bigfoot goes running out and a blue orb was chasing him. So are the aliens dropping Bigfoots off to see <laughs> then, how they react? Then they're like, get back here, Daryl, get back here. Yeah, we got the damn Bigfoots out of the, out of the spaceship. Come on. <laughs> we already went through this, I thought. Yeah. Faculty meeting. Put them on a leash. <laughs> oh, my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, that is crazy. There's so much like we'll have to do a Bigfoot episode. We I did one before where we went through like the different places and what they call them like in different countries and whatnot. Yeah. And then um which is pretty interesting. But one of the episodes coming up that hasn't been released yet, I read out of this book. I can't see it. Let me move over. <laughs> this is us behind the scenes, folks. Oh, there it is. Myths and misconceptions. Yes. And so <laughs> in the episode, I'm like, blah, 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 blah. And it, well, it, it says Yeti. Yeah. So in some parts, we get a Yeti. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. Well, then it just flat out says it isn't real. And I was like, shut it down. <laughs> 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 Flip some tables. This is bull crap. But I was very upset with <laughs> with this book. I almost, I almost quit reading it. <laughs> it's funny. I just, I did the same thing. I was watching a show, the, the History Channel. Puts out some good shows, but they're always indifferent. They'll never say yes or no. And it seems like the History Channel has been putting out stuff lately that is trying to say everything is not real. You know, like like the Bigfoot episode I was watching. And they're like, you know, saying straight out, it's not real. You, you know. need to go to sci-fi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's hard because so many of my friends are on History Channel. Well, yeah, the History but- Channel... I- I love history and I didn't realize it actually until I delved deep into the paranormal. I was like, no shit. I actually yeah. like history. I wish I would have <laughs> learned this back in high school, but but everybody's got their opinions and you got to yes. respect everybody's opinion. And I kind of didn't, when I was watching the show, I'm like, I'm turning this off. Just like you with the book. I'm like, eh, screw this. I well, didn't they need the to be open-minded if they're trying to, to sell something or get people to watch for viewers because you're on TV, you need to remain open-minded because then yeah. you're going to pull in so many more viewers or listeners or whatever you have to. Yeah. And that's, you know, people, 
people don't understand also that it is entertainment. Now, yes. I'm good friends with a lot of people who are on these shows, except mm -hmm. for Zach. I don't know Zach. I do. Just I mean, kidding. <laughs> I mean, I know his hair is haunted, but. You say his hair? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> but it's like, I know a lot of these people, and, and you know, you've, you're starting to really meet them. And when you come to Michigan mm -hmm. Paracon, you definitely meet them all, and you get to hang out and party with them and sing karaoke and have a good time. <laughs> and the thing is, though, you have to remember it's entertainment. Yes. So they have to be entertaining. And I've Extra, had so many people. Yeah. I've had so many people that are like, can I go on a paranormal investigation with you? And I'm like, yeah, but you got to realize it's not like TV. You're going to sit in in the dark for hours and not get anything. Thank and you. One second, you're going to, all of a sudden, the light's going to blink and you'll freak out. Don't run out of the room. That's what we're there for. <laughs> yes. And then you have hours of going through EVPs and video oh, yeah. and blah, blah. Like, no, they don't show all that. I, we did an episode on that too, because that was something that I don't, it triggered me. I don't get mad over things. However, <laughs> there's topics that I wish people would research more mm -hmm. before trying to have a conversation with me. <laughs> About And if I don't know anything, I'll either ask questions or I'll back out of the conversation because I didn't do my research, you know. Yeah. Um, but so many people are like, like, we're going to go investigating for 45 minutes. And, and I'm like, no, we don't even have commercials. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, it's, it's absolutely nothing like that. There is work to be put into it. Like, you have to have the passion to actually do it. Yeah. And, and exactly. that gets forgotten about mm -hmm. a lot, yeah. <laughs> I think. People don't realize that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Good example is my friend Miranda, the ghost mm -hmm. biker. Yeah. I was just talking to her last night and we were talking about how people don't go over their evidence and you wouldn't believe the stuff that you have in, in your evidence if you just go over it. But like her, her 30 minute show is literally probably two to 300 hours of data that she wow. has to go over. Mm -hmm. Because you figure you've got six cameras running 12 to 14 hours. You've got audio, you know, then every single thing you've got to go over. So if yes. you're going to get into this where you're actually doing paranormal investigations, it's a lot of work. It's it a lot of hours. A lot of time. You mm -hmm. See, and what I went rounds with with my crew is I'm watching them and I'm watching them use the equipment and doing their thing, you know, that I would that I would tell them to do. Mm -hmm. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah. But we all had our our positions in the crew. Um, so but I'm like, man, some of these guys are missing out on some really good stuff. Cause why are we doing this? First off, when we're going out for a hunt, it's for ourselves. Yeah. So like if you're so busy having your camera going, uh huh. You're there's a ghost probably behind you <laughs> going, Hey, I'm right here. I'm yeah. right just like Bigfoot's behind me right yeah. now. Hey, yo, I'm right here, Gigi. What are you him. doing? Yeah. And and I think that a lot of these people get so caught up on catching the evidence. I don't know. I have a lot of mixed feelings about that. Like, yeah. yes, I have my equipment and I use it. However, at first I was like, Yeah, science, we're gonna use the equipment. Yeah. And I'm like, we're missing out on everything. We're missing mm -hmm. out on even just seeing some of the awesome history and stuff that we came out here to see, just because we're trying to put batteries in because they keep going dead and you know what because the ghost is behind you he yeah. wants you to see him yeah so like always find a camera person find somebody to do that for you that's not really into it that like mm -hmm. that's my advice anyway <laughs> because you do I, I think people miss out on on some awesome things because yeah. of that there's two main pieces of equipment that i use is the k2 meter mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. which I, a lot of people don't like it, but I love it. It's my baseline. It's the way to establish communication. And the second part, well, maybe three, digital recorder. Oh, yes. Got to have that. But the main tool that you should use when you're investigating is your own senses, your own body. Oh, most definitely. And one huge piece of advice that I give to anybody that wants to go ghost hunting is shut up. (laughs) Just shut up. (laughs) Don't talk. Listen. (laughs) I am the person that you always hear in the background when we're trying to go through evidence. (laughs) Because I... I think I need to crack jokes all the time. And they're horrible jokes. I'm like, why would I have even, why would I say something like that? That's silly. But yeah. You're as funny as a vest with no sleeves. <laughs> Aren't you funny? I try. That's <laughs> Do you care if we take a break real quick? Go We're going to come back with aliens though. Oh, okay. Okay. Are you all right with the alien topic? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Because we could go on with Bigfoot forever, but we're going to try to make that like another episode because I think it'll be a lot of fun. All right. Um, I need to use the restroom. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Oh, sorry. So we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. back hey. that's that's how i come back to the show with the cheesy game show host voice again it's okay it just comes natural hey, hey. <laughs> so so yeah what are your thoughts on aliens a lot that's, that's, that's what i figured that's how i got started into the paranormal i was always interested in aliens and i believe that there's aliens all over the universe and um you know people ask well did they ever come to earth yeah why not I mean, the Earth is only uh, two point some billion years old or whatever. Three days, and, uh, six hours. You know, the human race has only been around for a blink of an eye in the time that the Earth has been around and Mars. And, I, you know, I believe that there used to be civilizations on Mars, too, but that's a whole other story. But, <laughs> you know, back in 1984, they found um, the first exoplanet, which is a planet mm-hmm. outside our solar system. Since then... They, they, and it's those people over there, they believe that there are, every star has planets around it. Whether they're inhabited or not, we don't know. But just the overwhelming amount of stars out in our galaxy by itself, not, not to say other galaxies, but in our galaxy alone, there's billions and billions with trillions and trillions of planets around these stars. My belief is there has to be life somewhere else, whether it's microbial, whether it's you know, we don't know if these aliens that are on other worlds are water worlds where they can't get off their planet. You know, we, me and Jen did a whole show on that of where are they? Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. Enrique Fermi was sitting at a table one day. He's a scientist that, you know, like the Fermi lab is named after and Fermi 2 out here is a nuclear plant. But he was a scientist and he was sitting around one night with a bunch of friends at dinner and he just all of a sudden said, where are they? And they're like, who? He says, the aliens. Where are the aliens? As old as the universe is, and the speed in which we can travel right now, 
there should be aliens all over us. Now, I know someone that, um, I don't know, were you at Michigan UFO Contact? No. No? Okay. We were at Michigan UFO Contact, and we were interviewing Cheryl Cosa, and she is awesome. You need to get her on your show. She came up to us and said that there were reptilians at the convention, okay? And if your listener doesn't know, a reptilian is just one of the aliens that people believe are here among us. Yes. And they, she called it glamorizing. They can glamour so that you can't tell that they are reptilian. They look like human. Like a shapeshifter. Yeah. Uh-huh. And she said that there was one there. And we're like, okay, which one? Who? Who is it? And We need to have them on. That's right. <laughs> but there are people that believe that the aliens are still here. And I don't know. I don't know if they are or not. I've met some weird people that could be aliens. And, but my belief is that the universe is teeming with life, mm-hmm. whether they're capable of coming here or not is up to believe, you know, you know, there's so many reasons why they couldn't be here is one, they, their civilization got to the point where they blew, blew themselves up, which I feel that right now we're kind of going that way. Um, they could live on a water world where they can't get off their planet. They, their planet could have too much gravity. So they don't have rockets that can get off the planet. But I think that aliens have been here, will be here in the past or the future. Um, a lot of the sightings. Now, there are a lot of sightings that are faked. but nope, Just like anything. Just like anything else. And a lot of the sightings, especially back in the 20s, the 1800s, during the wars, all the wars, soldiers said that there were aliens among them fighting with them or fighting against them. There's stories of World War One where the soldiers were actually saw spaceships and all that. And there's different like mass sightings and um, like, ah, what's it called? The, the flap, they call it. So there was sightings back in the 1800s of airship site of flaps, they call them, where people see tons of them. So I think personally that there are aliens and they have visited us. They may have helped our civilizations thousands of years ago. And that's why we see carvings, um, different like cave paintings. Yeah. And they look like the classic graves. Yeah. Whether they're graves or, you know, like I know the listener can't see it, but I look at you and then oh. behind you, you have the alien. I do. The, the alien that you have behind you is not a classic gray. The one that you have behind you is actually one of the tall ones that have gray features. <laughs> and he's staring at me. He is. <laughs> he so but, is. <laughs> but like um, the grays. Okay. We talk about the grays. They're the ones that abduct people. They're the ones that do the experiments with them. The uh, medical so experiments. The grays versus the government. What do you think? Do you think that they're tied into each other? I don't think the grays are tied in with the government. I think other entities are like the tall okay. grays that you have behind you. Mm-hmm. Um, like the, uh, the, I want to say Anunnaki, but that's not really what I mean. Um, the tall blonde haired ones that everybody talks, they look like just tall, beautiful blonde haired people. Really? And I can't think of the name, but um, those. Decepticons. No. Nah. <laughs> Here, you know, I know they can't see it, but the Decepticon is your phone. Um, I know, and my blunder. <laughs> I may put video out. I have been known to do that. I will let you know if I do that. Just do it. You don't so. have to let me know. You can do anything you want. It's your show. Oh, but <laughs> I think the grays, okay, here's my theory on the grays. I think that they are biological probes, okay, because they have no reprodu- reproductive organs. Mm-hmm. They obviously can't make ships because their fingers are 
you know, you, you think of a, you got to think about this way. How does an alien build a ship? You got to have factories to make the stuff. You got to, you know, all that. So their minds. I don't know. Their minds because, ah, oh, ah. Oh. Oh, say it. <laughs> and here I go. Like, I'm, I'm all of a sudden having like new ideas now, <laughs> new thoughts. Um, cause like our minds, our minds can create some weird shit, like, yeah. and some amazing things can happen. I believe, like, if you can, can get to that part of, of your mind, imagine like maybe they have the capabilities of doing, maybe they're just humans that have humans mm-hmm. that realize their potential of their full brain. Yeah. Their full minds. Oh, I'm. I just mind blew myself. <laughs> How do we know that the aliens, like you said, are humans from the future that come back to visit us? Yeah, because if they say that we came from cave people, the people that believe that, mm-hmm. I, I, anything of, is so possible. Think of evolution. We are becoming off-world beings. We're going to different planets. We don't have people up there yet that we know of, unless you want to believe that we have bases on the moon and all that stuff. But Think of the evolution. Let's say thousand years, maybe, well, probably a million years from now. What are we going to look like? If we go off world, we don't need a lot of gravity. So our bodies will get thinner. Oh, I'm down. Might, yeah. <laughs> do. um, we won't need to eat a lot. So our mouths will get smaller. Our eyes might get bigger to get, grab more light. And as we intermingle or stuff like that, what color skin are we going to have? So we could be the tall grays from the future coming back. And that would also explain why ancient aliens is all so big, because if they can time travel to our time, they could time travel past our time and be the gods that people see way back in the past. They're really not (laughs) ancient aliens. They're future aliens. Exactly. Boom, drop the mic. Not that I'm talking on, but we can drop this one. (laughs) It's hooked up. But holy crap. I, I knew this topic was going to be interesting. Now, I haven't because I want to cover aliens, mm-hmm. but I want to do it in like multiple episodes because I really, really, really want to delve in because I know there's like, okay, there's like the green man alien. And, yeah. You know, majority of people are like, okay, you know, a Martian. Um, and then there's like the grays and all the, uh, like, it's just so vast and so much stuff to delve into. Yeah. They're talking about maybe 12 to diff- twelve to 15 different styles of aliens that are on the earth at one time. Now, if we went to Area 51, mm-hmm. would we know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, what are your thoughts on Area 51? It's a cool place. Um, I've never been, been there. there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking but into the microphone. <laughs> it's a cool place because to me, I love space. I love the Air Force type stuff. I love planes. So it's definitely a place where we've built the spy planes, all that kind of stuff and Mm -hmm. tested and tested things that we've probably never even heard of or never will hear of. But there's so many people out there, like I think Bob Lazar that worked there and they swear that the, they're re-engineering or reverse engineering spacecraft that are there. So we don't know. Now, My theory is okay because Area 51. You remember it wasn't that long ago everybody was got a star in Area 51, yeah. and it's like this big thing. Blah, and now we have everybody goes out there, oh. and yeah, then we have COVID, and COVID knows that it. Yeah, it it'll get you there, so you don't go there. So my kind of theory is because okay, now the government and aliens, whatever, 
know that it's out there, that people know that Area 51 and then we just assume that there's these aliens and all this stuff that they don't want us to know about. Now, what are your thoughts on them moving the location, but not telling anybody? Oh, they would. I mean, definitely. Right. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Because then you get these weirdos out there that are going to storm Area 51. Don't get me wrong. That was really, really entertaining to watch everybody's. I love it. (laughs) Absolutely loved it. Um, No, because we talk about Wright Patterson Air Force Base, you know, during Roswell, the crashed spaceship from Roswell, supposedly, and they said these found bodies went to Dayton, Ohio, to the Wright Patterson Air Force Base into the hangar there, which is now an apartment complex. And, but we don't know. I mean, there could be bases all over the place that we just don't know of. Um, we do know of bases inside mountains, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was more for the nuclear fallout type stuff. But who knows? I mean, we don't even know if. Uh, I was talking to a guy one time and he mentioned about the tunnels. And here's something also you should have on your show. Um, I got a list going. How do we know? There there's sounds like the world hum and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there are tunnels underneath the United States all over the place, whether I don't know if it's a conspiracy theory thing or not, but I've heard so many times of these tunnels that are like three miles down. So how do we know that that's true or not? But why wouldn't government make tunnels underneath places? I mean, we do know that the Denver airport has tunnels under it. There's bunkers under, you know, hotels and businesses, there's government bunkers, but that was mainly, like I said, because of the war stuff. Right. And how do we know that Area 51 doesn't have a huge tunnel dug somewhere else and they're doing all their experiments and all that there? We don't know. Right. That's, man, I just had a really good thought too. And like laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The aliens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so there. Damn it. We're talking about, okay, aliens, tunnels. Man, I had a good one. Area 51, Wright Patterson Air Force Base. Where. There's an area of 52 and 53 yep. and 54. Yeah. Um, Do you know why it's called Area 51? I don't. Enlighten because me. when the government purchased the property, the section of the property that was, you know, how you have like neighborhoods, like my address and then the neighbor's address, it was on the map. It was the, the square was called Area 51. So that's what they called it. it so the next cool. is Area 52 and the other side is Area 50. It's just that space that it's built on is area 51. <laughs> it should be more exciting than that, but it really, that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> so, okay. Since we're in the paranormal yeah. and you know, ghost aliens, see a lot of people, when they think paranormal, they just think like strictly ghosts. They don't, they, they forget about all the other stuff that goes with it. Cause there's like yeah. a shit ton. Mm-hmm. Um, now what if think about it? Okay. <laughs> um, if the aliens are our ghosts, the ghosts that we think that we see, whatever. What if they're the same thing? Can I say this? Shadow <laughs> people. Shadow people. They're this always the hiding in the corner. Ever. They're, they don't, you can't see them straight out of, out of your eye. You're always off the sides. How do we know that shadow people are not the aliens visiting us and we're just seeing them and we think they're ghosts? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Things that make you go, hmm. hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Aliens is such a, it's such a good topic because there yeah. are so many different theories mm-hmm. and everything on them. Like, you know, they made the the pyramids. They did this. They did that. Because, you know, when you think of mankind way back then, 
when pyramids were built, like we didn't have the know-how or the now, you know, we weren't involved that much yet. Uh, See, I think. But were we? Was the civilization just as it is right now when 12,000 years ago, when the asteroid hit the ice sheet and flooded the whole earth? Well, maybe that's not what happened. No. Who knows? (laughs) I wasn't there. Yeah, that's what I always say. I wasn't there. It's a cool story, bro. I wasn't there. I'm not going to tell somebody that they're wrong or right. I'm just saying all of the things, the possibilities mm-hmm. is like endless. Yeah. And that's what's awesome about talking to different people and, and, their, and their thoughts on like aliens or Bigfoot, whatever, or, or if they're, you know, together. It, oh, crazy. If you talk to people that have been abducted, 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 if they've been abducted. If you talk to people, they'll tell you stories of poltergeist activity. They'll talk about shadow figures. They'll talk about hauntings. It all seems to all mix and mingle right together. Um, like we were talking about earlier with Bigfoot, a lot of Bigfoot sightings. People that see Bigfoot get poltergeist activity. They get UFO activity. They're, they get hauntings where they see like shadow figures more and more. And just it just all intertwines. So do you think an an alien like studies its subject before it takes it? I think so. And maybe that's why people see shadow figures. I got a good friend. Mm-hmm. She used to see a lot of shadow figures. I wonder. No, aren't they supposed to like erase your mind or you know, they like might. a time slip thing where you're like, man, where mm-hmm. did that six minutes go? That's weird. You know, I have that like every morning, but I'm pretty sure my mind's on autopilot when I'm driving. <laughs> Because that's safe. Yeah. <laughs> Betty and Barney Hill had time slip happen to them when they were abducted. So did they wipe their memory? We don't know. What story are you talking about? I think I just did some research on this not that long ago. Betty and Barney Hill were a couple back in the 60s. They were an interracial couple uh-huh. that were driving home one night and they saw a spaceship basically in front of them. But the only thing they know is they were driving home. They saw a light. Next thing they know, they're back in their car. Three hours have passed. The sun was coming up when it wasn't supposed to. Yes, I they did had, just do this one. Sorry. Um, Betty had rips and stains on her dress. Yes. But under hypnosis, they found out that they were actually abducted, and a lot of weird stuff happened to them that we you know, don't, don't, don't want to go so into. weird. Yeah. And you can learn all about it if you listen to our show from three weeks ago, because we just talked about it. That's how I can remember, because, you know, it's fresh in my mind. I forget about so often. But I'm pretty sure I just did research on them, too. Yeah. Did I ever talk about it? It's a great story. You need (laughs) to look on it. I'm pretty sure. I'm going to have to look through my show notes, (laughs) because I'm pretty sure I have it somewhere. Yeah. I don't know if it's one I recorded by myself, because I recently just started doing that. But I'm like, no. I know this information you're telling me. I'm fairly certain I kind of remember doing the research. (laughs) Huh. See, this is why I'm weird. (laughs) You're just normal. Uh, I don't want to be normal. That's boring. Abby normal. (laughs) What is normal nowadays? I mean. I know. I mean, I got an alien just hanging out behind me. Staring at me. He hasn't said a word the whole time we're sitting there. I know. know He's kind of intimidating. Like, if you keep looking at him. (laughs) It's my bodyguard. I used to do a thing called Friday Night Live where I, when I worked second shift, I would come home and at one in the morning I would do videos because nobody's watching and it's good practice. Oh, yeah. And the one time I took my alien head and I put it in the window. Oh yeah. Amazon alien head. Sorry. Yeah. I put it in the window 
behind me, I mean, obviously the listener can't see, but behind me is my window to go outside. And I just put it in the corner and didn't say anything about it. And you would not believe the people that sent me messages going, I saw an alien in your window. I'm like, yeah, I know I put him there. You should have been like, what? He was bad. So I put him outside and then he just stared at me in the window and wouldn't say a word because he was mad at me because I put him outside. <laughs> like, yeah, he's like my BFF. Yeah. That's cool. I told him he could hang out for a couple mm-hmm. weeks. It's cool. He's He pays rent. It's cool. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. Aliens. That's another one I'm going to have to have you on for. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. <laughs> hey, you can have me on your show anytime you want. You know that. This is fun. You need someone to fill in. Just Joe. Need your help. Okay. Yeah, because we kind of work the same work schedule, so it kind of yeah. works out. Okay, so <laughs> have you ever been abducted by aliens? I don't remember. See? See how that goes? I don't have to claim it because I just say, well, you know, they wipe your memory, so I don't know. I, right? <laughs> See, I think they're kind of like like how I think demons are. Now that I think demons are real, however, if they are, mm-hmm. they don't want to be seen. That's they're right. demons. So I think aliens are real. This is my yeah. own belief in comic race. I don't care what no, it, it is, what it is. They don't want to be seen. So we'll never know. And <laughs> I remember my thing I was going to say earlier. We aren't ready for this guy. No. Like, look how we handled Rona. <laughs> we're not ready for him. We're not. As a human race, no. we're not ready for him. We're not ready for a lot of things that we already, mm-hmm. <laughs> that has happened. But, no, do not storm area 51, 52, 53, or 54. <laughs> just, we are not ready, and that is okay. Yeah. We are just not ready. We're not there. Let, no. Let's not force it. Oh, never. Let, people. Um. Now, I know Jen has gifts, right? She's Where an empath. Empath. Not psychic, but empath. I'm Senses emotion. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm an empath to a fault and it sucks. Um, now do you do you consider yourself spiritual in any type of way or have you discovered your gifts? Well, I have a good gift for BS. Uh, my BS meter is very high, but other than that, no. I'm as psychic as a rock. <laughs> now, okay, when you think psychic, what do you think? Um, people that can actually communicate with the spirits. Okay. You know, empathic is an emotion. I think that um <laughs> <laughs> it's a horrible I, thing why <laughs> why oh it okay it can be yeah. i've had to learn to like rein it in because it mm-hmm. can ruin a perfectly good monday not that mondays are never good but i'm just saying it could <laughs> it's, it's just like anything else it's just like us doing our ghost hunting in that uh mm-hmm. you gotta be really careful you have to ground yourself um i know a lot of psychics that help out police Mm-hmm. And um, one of my good friends, she's been down for a year because the energy was just too overwhelming for her, and she's really working to get back into the you know field. Mm-hmm. But you really have to be careful when you delve into this stuff, especially if you're empathic or psychic, because it will it will mess with your mind. All I mean, think about I know a few people that can. They, they say, I don't know because I'm not in their mind, but I believe them when they say that they walk into a room and it's full of people that have, have passed and they see them. And it's overwhelming because they all know that she's a psychic and they all want to talk to her at the same time. So you really have to be careful when you get into this paranormal field, whether you're a ghost hunter, empathic, whatever, is like I, I've said it so many times, ground yourself, 
know that you have control over them. Yes. You have to, you have to set your rules. And that's something exactly. that Mama Mary says quite frequently, um, that you set your boundaries with them. You do have control. And that's something that I think people need to explain to their kids when their kids are ex- experiencing some supernatural stuff. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, my God, you know, and don't know what or if their child has a gift. Mm-hmm. And so many people, I think, just because the unknowing is scary. Oh, yeah. It really is. So a lot of us just shut it down, shut her down. You, you have to. That's how you're going to make it through your day. Yeah. Um, then there's people like us that are like, bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> Let's tackle it. <laughs> but I think so many kids are left behind and confused and then end up losing their gifts because of that. Yeah. Be- because of the fear, you know, I, I don't know. I, <sighs> paranormal. It is a big fear <laughs> thing because kids when they don't, when they finally realize that everybody isn't the same as them, they're then they shut down. Whether you know, we know that kids can see spirits a lot better than us because they're so open to it because they don't know innocence. <laughs> and how do we know it's not you know a reincarnation or whatever? We don't know. Mm-hmm. But when kids that have psychic abilities find out that they're different than everybody else, lots of times they do shut down. And they block it so much that they totally forget about it, and they I don't want to say lose that power. Or lose the, I don't want to use the word gift because a lot of people say it's not a gift, but they lose that and they don't realize that they have those powers until they either grow up and something snaps where they all of a sudden are seeing people. But it's, I don't know, I'm rambling here, but it's just like, (laughs) you got to be careful what you do and really need to ground yourself. And um, most definitely um, that's a in the shop. We have a lot of people that will come in and say what they're experiencing and they don't know how to handle it. It's very overwhelming to them. Mm-hmm. And then my thing that I will say to them is you need to just back up a second, you know, realize you are you and, and that's OK and accept it. But do one thing at a time. Yes. So, you know, if you walk into a room and you and you know that there's nobody physically there, but then let's say you got three or four spirits that are there trying to talk to you you need to figure out how to maintain it one by one yeah um because it is it's so overwhelming and it's draining it can make you physically sick where you're down for a day a week two weeks like it's crazy how (laughs) how that all happens and then yeah but once you can figure that out or try to rein it in because you're never going to make sense of it because it's paranormal. Yeah, You're exactly. just not. Mm-hmm. But how to figure it, how to make it work for you, I guess. Yeah. It's, yep. it's such a fickle thing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> very, I was going to very fun though. It can be fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Always make it fun because they can't hurt you. You have the power over them. You have the control to say, no, you're not going to mess with me. Yep. And I, I, there was a mom that came into the store and brought her little boy in. He was probably six or seven. And she explained to me what was going on with him and such. And I, you know, got down to his level and I explained to him, I said, you know, you, you can tell them what to do. I was like, you know how your mom and dad tell you what to do? <laughs> you can tell them what to do. Yeah. You don't, you want to be left alone. You tell them, leave me alone. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, if they don't, you come back and tell me so I can <laughs> run and scream. I didn't say that part, but at that point, I would take Sage and whatnot and go into the house. But <laughs> Gigi's gonna bring it down, right? I'll take on a ghost. <laughs> Ain't no shame in my game. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. Do you? I'm like, do you have a a favorite paranormal show? Um, not really. 
Uh, I'm like I said, I'm friends with a lot of people that are on the shows, mm-hmm. so I can't say uh, better or worse or that. Well, you're uh-huh. a podcaster. We don't have time for that business. Yeah, I know. <laughs> one of the shows that, and I hope she hope she's not listening, but one of the shows that I don't watch mm-hmm. is the one. Uh, what is it called? It's Amy and uh, the guy, not Kindred Spirits, the other Amy. Oh. And she goes in and all, every single thing that she deals with is giant black entities that are out to kill you and outfit. And I just don't like the format. Okay. You know, it's her and a detective and they go in different times Mm -hmm. and she's going to kill me if she's listening to this, but um, I don't remember the name. Sorry, Amy. I don't remember the name of your show right now. My mind's (laughs) drawn a blank. But another thing with that is on the show, she doesn't look that good i shouldn't say that she's gonna kill me but she's beautiful in person i'm like when i see her on the show she is such a beautiful woman Mm -hmm. but on the show i think they do that for it like i said it's all entertainment that's what i was just gonna say yeah it's and she has to look that part but i don't know i i don't watch too many of them i do not watch zach i don't either yeah just because it was cool when it first started but after a while you know you can say hey dude so many times and they just freak Send out so much. Aaron. Send in Aaron. Yeah. Poor Aaron. Why isn't he the star? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't get a chance to watch it very often either because we're like a Netflix and Hulu family. Like we mm-hmm. don't have regular TV and I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, however, Zach or <laughs> Zach show. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Ghost Adventures. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have respect for them just because they're they're doing what they do. Uh-huh. But one thing I always say, just like on TV, you know, or how we discussed earlier with the investigation, it's not like how you see on there. But they're out there. They're doing what they're doing. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mixed feelings on him. Now, my feelings have recently changed toward him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because of a story I can't tell. Okay. <laughs> Which is really sad because it's actually a very inspirational story. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm still working on her to bring her on my show. Yeah. Um, one thing I will say, have you got a chance to go out to the museum yet? Zach's museum? No. Yeah. No, I, I've never been to Vegas. See, my first time was last December. Yeah, I remember um, that. I yeah, remember before that. everything shut down. Yeah. I, I went out there. My little brother wanted to go out there. And my older brother ended up being out there at the same time. It was, it was, it was crazy. Anyway, so, <laughs> but my one thing that I went out there for, like, why I was like, okay, let's go, because we just went out for a weekend, was the museum. Yeah. The best $45 I've ever spent in my life. Oh, really? But I went in there thinking, meh, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Two and a half hours later, <laughs> <laughs> like, because it, it's a guided tour through there, but we had just done the um, oppression or possession episode. Okay. So a lot of the things that I got to see or I researched. So like that was super cool. Like the Dubuque box. Yeah. And there was like a mirror and then there was just, oh my God, there was just so much stuff <laughs> that like things that you see movies on, things that you've seen on TV. Like it was just crazy to be in some of them, those areas that I know they make it spookier than what it's supposed to be. Like some of the things like you had to walk and you couldn't look directly at it. Blah, blah, oh, really? Blah, blah. And, you know, me meeting the paranormal, I'm like, ah, (laughs) (laughs) but some of the stuff was really, really cool to actually see the best part. Now, are you into true crime at all? A little bit. Yeah. They have like so much true crime in there. And that's where like I lost my shit (laughs) because it (laughs) 
It was really neat. There was it was either two or three rooms they did for Dr. Kevorkian. And one of the rooms was like a dedication to all the, the, the patients. Yeah. People go different mm-hmm. ways when it comes to Dr. Kevorkian. However, when you walk into the room, because they have like his van that's in there. Where yeah. A lot mm-hmm. of those happen. And they have like all the names of the people and stuff. Man, I was the first one to walk through that door because they were like, any volunteers? I'm like, ah, me. And I should have knew from the first time I did that because I got scared the first time. I walk in and oh my gosh, talk about an overwhelming of sadness. All I did, I cried and cried. I was the first one in and last one out. It was just, it was a, such a weird, overwhelming feeling of sad. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, that wasn't what I was expecting, you know, from there. Cause I was like, oh my God. Cause that's when I was doing the true crime podcast too. So I was like, this is going to be so awesome. And I'm crying instead. But anyway, if you ever get out there. Yeah. <laughs> definitely worth the trip go out there for a weekend you and jen go out there for a weekend go to the museum yeah i said totally worth affordable that. totally worth it yeah and trips to vegas are super cheap oh my god they want to get out there yes most definitely we went before everything was closed down now my older brother he goes out there probably five six times a year he goes out there for weekend trips and i never been out there and i'm like well, maybe someday but i'm not i don't know vegas itself didn't impress me like it was yeah. it was better on tv okay. so i was like oh oh that's all that is <laughs> it really <laughs> is all about the angle <laughs> Yeah. You know, and my little brother, because he's the one I flew out there with, we went to Speed Vegas. So go to Speed Vegas and go to the Haunted Museum. Okay. Because you can drive a super duper fast car at Speed Vegas. All right. It's, and that's all you need to do out there. <laughs> and, th- and then you come back home. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> See a palm tree or two. Oh, palm oh, that tree. That was weird. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know why it did that. That was weird. really weird. <laughs> weird things happen to us all the time when we record also. So that's. But yeah, I mean, you could see uh, they're kind of dead right now, but my palm tree's behind me. Maybe he's real. It's possible. He's just, Maybe he's he doesn't real. like me patting him on the chin. I don't go to go to go. Oh, wrong way. Wrong <laughs> Sorry. Way. <laughs> um, so do you have, okay, when you go, because you're more of a hunter yes. than an investigator. Yes. Thank you so much for knowing the difference of that. So many people do not. Yeah, I know. That's pretty great. Um, do you have any rituals or safety precautions that you do spiritually before you usually proceed? after? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, there's a few things and we forgot so many times, but whenever you get done with your investigation, always say a prayer, a closing prayer, whether you're religious or not, it doesn't matter. It's the intent. And basically my prayer is just when I walk out of a, of a location, as I step out the door, I say, any spirits that have attached to me, you cannot leave with me. You must stay here. I'll come back and visit you, but you cannot follow me home. And that's that's basically my prayer. Okay. Now, I've investigated with a lot of different teams, and mm-hmm. a lot of different teams do different things. A lot of people pray. Almost um, definitely. Miranda, the Ghost Biker. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, if you want to ask me my favorite show, it's Ghost Biker Explorations on YouTube. But she says a prayer before and after. Okay. And like I said before, you got to ground yourself. And I don't really do the prayer before the investigation, but I always, if I can remember, I mean, there's been a few times where I forgot, but whenever I'm leaving a location, I always say, you you know, you're welcome to talk to me when I'm here. But when I leave or when I'm leaving, I say, you can't follow me home. You must stay here. I'll come back and visit you at any time, but you're not allowed to follow me. You're not allowed to attach to me. You're not allowed to attach the equipment because the whole investigation, we're telling them, to come into our equipment. So one of the things that I always tell people is leave your equipment outside your car for a little bit 
or when you come home, leave your equipment on your sun porch or wherever you can for a little bit, just in case something's attached to it. And that's good thinking. Another thing too, is you got to remember, we're going into locations that are old buildings. We're going into locations where we don't know what's been in there. Um, I've been in a lot of locations and a uh, few of them that we should have wore biohazard suits in, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're going into old, dirty locations. Leave your equipment outside. Mm -hmm. um, the place that we investigated that I should have had a bio suit on, I actually come home and strip down almost completely naked <laughs> outside <laughs> on my deck because you don't know what you're going to bring home. And I'm talking living things. You don't know what kind of bugs you're going to bring home. You don't know what's on your shoes, all that right. kind of stuff. You've got to be really careful. And this place was so bad. It literally, like I, I use a recorder with five or six different microphones, but I only had one microphone with me at that time. So I put the microphone in the living room. Literally, I picked up the, the wire leading to the microphone was gooey, was smelly. So every piece of equipment was left outside and I got some purple soap and I actually cleaned my cords with oh my detergent. So you got to be careful what you're bringing home, whether it's yes. bugs or anything. So do your ritual when you leave. Tell the spirits that you'll come back and visit them, but they cannot follow you home because attachments are real. My sister, Jen, got an attachment when we were in a prison and it was pretty bad. And we actually had a shaman, an Indian shaman, bless us. And I think he released that attachment from her. So oh, wow. be careful. Be careful what you do. Most definitely. Tell the spirits they can't follow you home. And you have the control over that. You have the control to tell them to stay there. Yes. Mm -hmm. He said, even if you don't believe, it's not going to hurt you either way. I'd rather be safe than sorry. And that's what I tell people that go like investigating with us is you don't have to believe. Yeah, I know you're just along to see how it's done or you want to have fun or whatever. Even if you don't believe, it's not going to hurt you. Yeah you know, the prayer or I, I have a thing of handing out tourmaline <laughs> Okay. <laughs> where, you know, I, I wear onyx around my neck mm -hmm. with my pentagram because that's in my belief system. It's, it's protection. I don't yeah. go anywhere without it. Just like, okay. You know, just well, my, my kids, they think I'm batshit crazy. There's no <laughs> other thing for it, but they will carry their tourmaline when yeah. mama says. <laughs> <laughs> Surround yourself with the white light. And yes. tell the spirits that they cannot attach to you. And uh, my mind just went blank. See, my mind. <laughs> I was going to say something, and I totally forgot. But yeah, it's it doesn't matter if you're religious. Doesn't matter anything. Um, no. If you want to respect the spirits and respect the the art form of paranormal investigating or ghost hunting, do your closing prayer. Whether it's just like me, or whether it is a prayer where you actually pray to whatever God you believe in, mm -hmm. just do it. And like you said, better safe than sorry. Oh, most definitely. How long have we been on here? <laughs> uh, one hour and 45 minutes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it has been great. I think I have to go, though. My right. son's teacher just messaged me. He does it completely online. And we miss count day, apparently. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> but this has been awesome. It's been a total honor. I am so proud to finally be on your show. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> to do this since I listened to your podcast the first time and we didn't even we weren't even going off like any like I don't like this is what I have for show notes yeah. <laughs> like that's pretty good I think we <laughs> did pretty good I can't wait to delve into like more alien stuff and more Bigfoot stuff we need to dig the woo-woo out we yes. need to go deep into the woo-woo and the people that are listening going these people are crazy <laughs> 
<laughs> they already know. If they're still listening, they're on the same train we are. <laughs> <laughs> no, this has been great. And do you have anything else that you would like to say? No, just like I said, it's I'm really honored that you asked me to be on the show. I've like I said, I've followed you since you were a wee little podcaster. <laughs> And now you're doing awesome. You're doing a great job. I love your show. And oh, look, I have aliens. Indian friends is waving to me hi. <laughs> wait, 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 there we go. Does he have five fingers? I almost looked behind me and, four, then, I, four, and I remembered. Four. I don't know. Fingers four and a, thumb. and a thumb. He's got a posable thumb. Four. Yeah, just like a raccoon. <laughs> Maybe raccoons are aliens. They act like it. <laughs> All right. See, we're going to end up having a whole yeah. other show. So. <laughs> But All thank right. you, thank you, thank you for asking me on. I really oh, enjoyed it. Thank you for coming on. I can't wait to have you on again. This has been great. I want you on my show. We'll get Jen over here so she yes. can talk to us. And I can just sit back and go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Smile and nod. And we're like, oh, my God, I know. <laughs> but if anybody wants to tune into my show, uh, it's the 222 Paranormal Podcast. And each show's come out every Sunday at 2.22 p.m., um, little secret secret note is it actually comes out at noon but we say two 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 just because it sounds cooler but um we've had some great shows i know you're into the um true crime we just actually the show that's on right now as we're as we're recording this so if you go back we just did a show with haunted toledo talking about ohio's first serial killer it was a pretty bad dude and he did some pretty weird things and it happened four miles from where i'm sitting right now so it was a great documentary. So if you want to see a good documentary that me and my sister are in, um, I had a full three seconds in the video. You can see me walking down a hallway, but Jen actually <laughs> is got some airtime, but it's called Legends of the Heartland. Okay. And it's a show about, um, yeah, what is his name? Return Ward is the guy's name. And it's a story about Ohio's first serial killer. So that's cool. You'll, you should listen. You'll enjoy that. But other than that, we've talked to hundreds of different people from all over the world of paranormal. Um, Jen's on there, so the show's good. Just not me battling. But anyhow, <laughs> that's really it. Um, I have a YouTube videos, but they're not that great yet. I'm working on that. So if you really want to just check out my stuff, just go to 222paranormal.com. And there's a play button, or you can listen to me anywhere you get podcasts from. So there, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. So there. Take that, guys, listeners. All right. So you can email us your stories if you have stories on aliens or Bigfoots or if you want to contact Joe and Jen, you can email me because I'm their people. Yes. <laughs> you can email us at paranormalxl at writeme.com. And remember, stay kind, stay humble, and don't yuck someone else's yum. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> You told me to write down what to say, and I can't find my notes. Ever, I, ever. Ever, ever end. Ever at end. Ever end. <laughs> no. Treat people good, people. Treat people fun, nice. Have fun. Enjoy life because it. we only come on this earth five or six times. So well, I was just going to say YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Just, just be kind. Let's be nice. And bye. Goodbye. Oh, no. Thank you.